It's finally Friday on Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they can be? The Dalai Lama. So he finished 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that for him. And movie reviews with Andy Payne. I think you got the wrong impression about me. I think in all fairness, I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Chief, mate, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Stick a fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Now, here is your host of Rush to Reason, John Rush. John Rush. All right. We switched from Ready Radio to Rush to Reason, myself and Andy, and we appreciate y'all listening, by the way. Happy Friday. Beautiful day out, by the way. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I love it. Richard and I were talking a little bit earlier where it's, you know, kind of high 80s, low 90s during the day, cools off nice at night. You can open the windows. This is this is the time of the year that I fully enjoy. Oh, yeah. And look at the skyline right now looking west. The mm-hmm. clouds look like they are painted. This mixture of blue, gray, and white and, and all these various textures. And you don't just have one kind of cloud. Right now you got about four or five different kinds Great point. interlaid. It's pretty cool. Great point. Yep. No. So if you haven't been out and about, well, most people have been out and about because it's already 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But, hey, you never know. It's going to be supposed to be a nice weekend as well. So get out and enjoy. Uh, what are things going to be like as we move into the fall? I have no idea. They're talking about, you know. Yeah, what are they saying? I don't know. Here's what's been weird lately. And my dad mentioned this the other day. And at first I thought, oh, really? And then I saw this for myself. And I thought, hmm, okay. The geese are already flying through. It's the second, really first week of August, second week of August, which is very, very, very early for Canadian geese to be flying down from the north heading south. It's kind of like rats leaving the ship. Um, you have to wonder, They're saying Andy, it's going to be cold. What do they know that we don't, given the fact that they're already starting to migrate down? And, and by the way, the geese that I've been seeing flying around, these these are not your local geese that are you know down here at the station. We have some local geese that you know they've learned to live here. They never go anywhere ever, but what I'm talking about are wild geese, and I have some that even uh, land in my back pasture, which I typically don't see until about October, Andy. Okay. Well, my and next question... seeing them. My next question, then, of course, is when does Extreme have their tire specials? Oh, uh, good question. I will ask... I will talk to <laughs> Sean a little later and find out. That could become very necessary. Great question. I don't know. Great question. I have no idea, but uh, I will talk to them and find out for sure. Now, if we have a very cold winter, of course, this will prove global warming. Because everything does. Um, yeah, well, yes. Whether it's hot, cold, otherwise, it proves it. Oh, yes. It, it will be used against us one way or the other. Absolutely. My gosh. It's just the way it is, as you know. So what movies we got today? What okay. are we doing? Well, let's see here. We've got Jules is the first movie, and that's very interesting. It's got an elderly group and an alien. All right. Elderly, okay. Elderly yeah. group and aliens. That's okay. why we have the topic we have okay. in the second hour today. Gotcha. Makes sense. Which is respect your elders, okay. you know, movies with older characters. And the second movie is The Last Voyage of the Demeter, and that is, of course, from Dracula. Ah. I'm going to suck your blood. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's one chapter out of Dracula. <laughs> 
Okay, and and by the way, it was made into a movie, a full okay. movie of Dracula on this this uh, show. No, that was that was, I used to watch Dracula when I was a kid. Did you really? Well, yeah, the old black and white ones, of course. That's all we. Ha- I mean, what else did we do? Everything else to watch. So yeah, you watch Dracula movies I know, back but in you, the day. You grew up to be someone who absolutely hates any kind of horror film. I just don't. I, did, I shouldn't say hate. They just don't. I don't know. They just don't do anything for me anymore. I, mean, I, I watched them a lot when I was a kid. I loved horror movies when I was a kid. Oh, you did? Oh yeah, I watched them all. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Halloween, all those. You bet. Yeah, but as I grew up, it was kind of like I don't know. I got better things to do. Well, and they're and let's face it, they got creepier. Well, and I told you why I watched. It's like they always have to top what came before. I mean, I, I, I've said this before, but I'll tell you again. I watched horror movies when I was younger because I had really bad night terrors when I was a kid. So my way of getting over that was okay if I watch these and pick out all the stupid things that happen in them and really start understanding that this is not going to happen any way, shape, or form like this. It helped me get over my bad dreams. You know, this gets to John Rush the person, and here's what I mean: most people. Do not challenge themselves daily like you do, okay? Most people are very entitled, and I hate to say that, but I'm looking at modern America. Okay. Okay? Most people in modern America are very entitled. We see that with how they vote. We see that in a lot of things they do. John Rush has always been the very opposite. I want to challenge myself every day. So young people generally think I will have nightmares because of these movies that I watch. John Rush watches the the movies to challenge himself (laughs) and get out of. Having and, the nightmares. Does that make what? sense? It, it, yes, and it worked. It worked. I, I didn't when I, once I started doing that, my night terror started diminishing, and I didn't have I I don't have I I don't have or have a nightmarish dream today. I haven't for years now, Andy. Years. Well, just so you know, I'm charging you two hundred bucks for this therapy. There session. we go. Okay, good job. Good I mean, job. I, I am that good. Good job. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Extreme Auto Repairs come up next. Much to what Andy was talking about earlier, and you can always call to see what kind of a deal they have, especially when it comes to tires. And, yes, if you're looking for tires, they still sell tires at their cost, and they would love to help you as you start heading into the fall and winter months. And I know that seems odd that it's now 88 degrees and we're talking about it, but, hey, in Colorado, that can change fast. Make sure you're prepped and ready to go. Find them at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done. And that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients. So when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem. So you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. All right, fleshlawfirm.com is the place to go. It's F-L-E-S-C-H, and Kevin will help you with any legal matter that you have. And I mean that, whether it be an accident, you've got some sort of a lawsuit, you need some representation, civil, you name it. Kevin is always there for you, 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. 
In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right, High Five Plumbing, anything you need when it comes to plumbing, they want to take care of you, and they'll do upgrades or general repair, you name it, whatever needs to happen with you and your home. Give High Five a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory, readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority. So call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. KNR Home Transitions, take the stress out of buying and selling a home today. KNR can help you with either side of that, by the way. Find them at klzradio.com. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Suck it up, Buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate and John! Are you ready for a movie? This one, I've not seen the previous, so this one's, this one's all new on me. I have, yeah. no, I have no idea what this is about. There has been no buildup yeah, for this no movie clue. whatsoever. It's coming out of the blue. Okay. So here we go. Well, John, aging 
aging can be scary. I think we can all agree to yep. that, right? Most yeah. would agree, yes. And it's not just the fact that you're getting older and seeing the end draw nigh. It's much more the fact that you aren't what you used to be. You're losing your memory. You're losing your sharpness. You're losing your focus. Your body, obviously, is falling apart. Aging can be scary. But can meeting an alien make it better? We'll see in Jewels. I think that we ought to change our town slogan. A great place to call home is confusing. I suggest a great place to refer to as home. <clears throat> we need a crosswalk on Trent Avenue between Frost and Allegheny. And also... Oh, my. A UFO has crashed in my backyard, has taken out my azaleas, and destroyed my birdbath. When you talk like that, it makes them all take us less seriously. Did you just say UFO? What is that? You remember the spaceship? This is the little man who came out of it. He's got to be a secret. Don't tell anybody. Come here, touch him. You think we can call him Jules? He's no Jules. He's more of a Gary. Your dad was in here earlier. He said he was buying apples for an alien. Like an illegal alien? Thank you for the picture. He hands them to me all the time. Maybe he's trying to tell you something. Dad, come on. I'm worried. What you have said has not been normal. I'm okay. How can you say that when you're buying apples for an alien? The government is searching for a security satellite that crashed. Any moment we waste is a moment they can discover him. You've seen the movies. You know what happens to these guys when they fall to Earth. We will break the sky wide Jules has come to mean quite a bit to us. It's about Dad buying apples for an alien. Us four hanging out together. We get along pretty well. We're so thankful for you. And that is the story of Jules. What do you think, John? Preview sounds great. All right. Well, the great Ben Kingsley stars as Milton Robertson Robinson. Sorry. And before we get into this, I just want to say a word about Ben Kingsley. This is one of my favorite actors. Hmm. And I know I don't often go off on actors, but Ben Kingsley is not just a great actor, John. He's an actor who almost always picks a good script. Hmm. Okay, And you know how some great actors wind up in a lot of not-so-great movies. Uh, ben Kingsley rarely does. He is somebody who generally winds up in movies that are either very good or at least they allow him to be very good. So I just wanted to mention that right away. I love Ben Kingsley. Here we go. He stars as Milton Robin- Robinson, an elderly man who bores his town council with the same old complaints every week. And that's kind of funny. But now he has a new one. A spaceship has cra- crashed in his yard, wrecking his birdbath and azaleas. John, why is it the elderly in movies always have azaleas? I don't know. Why is that? Is that the flower of the elderly? I mean, there, there are state flowers. Is this an elderly flower? I I'm not sure. Know. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no one believes him, of course, but they should. It really did happen. And a couple days later, a badly injured little alien emerges from the saucer. Well, Milton wants to help. But he's got a problem, John. The, the alien doesn't speak, and he doesn't know what it needs. Milton doesn't know what the alien needs. Well, eventually, he finds out it likes apples. So Milton gets the alien lots and lots of apples. He even says at the store he's getting them for an alien. He, he doesn't get this whole secretive thing at first. Hmm. Well, before long, others do start to find out. 
There's Friendly Sandy. She's played by Harriet Stansom Harris. You'd know her if you saw her. And Nosy Joyce, played by Jane Curtin. Remember from SNL? Well, they both find out, they freak out, and then they settle in. They name the alien Jules, but the big concern is what happens when the government finds out. They'll likely study Jules and dissect him. Or overtax him. I have no idea what they're going to do, but it's not going to be good, John. All of the above. Exactly. But while the three try to keep a lid on their secret... They might let him run for president. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> might have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But while he's he's a real outsider. There, How do you like that? There you go. Good? Okay, there I, can, you go. I can sell him. But while the three try to keep a lid on their secrets, something wonderful happens. Jules is changing their lives. He's like a grandson who actually stays and pays attention. He watches TV, listens to endless stories, and likes to give hugs. Just give him apples. Well, meanwhile, Milton's daughter, Denise, she's played by Zoe Winters, you've seen her, mm-hmm. is worried Milton is losing his mind. Problem is, she's right, John. Milton has problems that go beyond aliens crushing azaleas. Milton is losing his ability to function. Mm. And it's becoming more and more frightening for him. And, of course, like a lot of the elderly, he in well, you know what, like a lot of us, when we have a problem, what do we do? We go into denial, right? Usually. This, is, this mm-hmm. is what we generally do. Mm-hmm. He's dealing with that, and he's having to come to grips with it, and it's scary. Well, there's, there's a greater meaning here, John. As our mental acuity diminishes, people listen to us less. It's natural. They really do. And besides, the world seems to speed up as we slow down. Mm-hmm. But Jules shows us how inspiring it is to simply listen, giving the greatest gift of all our time. And that is the story of Jules. Hmm. Now, what works in Jules? Well, first of all, the understated performances feel so real. These aren't just actors mugging the camera in a silly comedy. All right. The humor comes naturally just out of these people just being who they are. They feel like very real people. And this can make it funnier when the humor comes. The runtime is only 87 minutes, so they don't drag it out. It's brief light, easy, kind of sassy. It's just very easy to watch. It's also so low tech for an alien movie. This alone makes it fun. They're not making it about the high tech, you know, invasion or anything like that. This is about really the people. I mean, Jules doesn't even, you know, isn't even a talker. Everybody else is. Jules is a listener. And ultimately, this is a charmer. Does Ben Kingsley ever make bad movies? <laughs> and this is what I just have to wonder watching this film. Does he ever make a bad movie? But what doesn't work in Jules? Well, first of all, it needed more humor. It really did. And the funny moments in this movie, they highlight how there could have been more funny moments. You can really tell that. It's like, look, you've got some people here who are very funny and really know how to deliver a line. Deliver more lines mm. because they, you got actors who can do it. They, they are natural. And it's kind of funny, too, because you don't often see Ben Kingsley, you know, Gandhi. Right. Right. You don't often see him doing comedy like this. And he is so good at it. He is so natural. At times, the movie is a bit too subdued. It's almost comatose. Even though it's moving along quickly, the story's clipping along. It's just so low key. Now, there's a silly look at the feds, you know, those evil feds. They have literal red alert, high, high alerts, and lights going off and so forth. It's very weak. It's, it's kind of like, guys, drop the stereotypes and let them just be agents. I mean, you're trying to keep these people real. Let's keep the feds real, too, so it doesn't look silly. Um, and finally, here we go. Silly gay agenda. Totally gratuitous. They, they, just, they stuff it in there. It has nothing to do with the story whatsoever. 
Of course, you know, when he watches TV, he's going to watch who? Anderson Cooper. Yeah. So just this left-wing stuff. And also there was a surprising amount of profanity. Hmm. Some of it's very, I think, appropriate when you suddenly see an alien in front of you. Well, <laughs> okay. that's true. Yeah, I mean, you might let yeah. out some words that you generally don't use in normal conversation at church. But, you know, it was a little bit surprising and honestly not, not really needed. So I was a little... I was a little let down, to be honest, when I was watching this, because it's like, oh, no, 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 don't go shoving. It's not like I can't handle it. It's just that you shoved it in. You don't, yeah. It had, all they were trying to do was make a very charming movie and then put the agenda in that package that they had wrapped up so well. This isn't a war movie. You don't need it. Right. So I'm going to create a ton of really good feeling in you with this movie, and then. But then I'm going to ruin it with that. Well, I'm going to package my agenda in that yeah. because you feel good. That means you are going to listen to the agenda more and be more persuaded and that kind of thing. It's it's sales technique 101, and it's just gratuitous. It's just like, you know, guys, how about not mentioning who you watch on TV? Right. How about, you know, not putting any agenda left, right, middle, up, down, sideways? It doesn't make – leave it out. And you're going to have a movie that everybody is going to feel equally good about. And they could have done that, and they did not. Why? They did not want to. That's Mm. why. And that's unfortunate. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes naturally loved this movie. They gave it 89%. And the only downsides that people were seeing on it is that they felt that it, it could have been funnier, and it could have been more, right? Not longer, but... Just more, it was just too low-key at times. They, of course, you know, loved the agenda. They had no problem with the agenda. For me, quality, I'm going to go three stars. Okay. Not a bad movie. Is it worth watching? Yeah, I think it is. And it's not going to take much of your time either, which I like. It clips right along. And obviously, it's got Ben Kingsley, so I don't care. All right? I just He's another phone book guy. I'd watch him right. read a right. phone book on a stage. Right. It is really just a feel-good movie which unfortunately they did not allow it to feel equally good for everyone, which they could have. Political, too, obviously. Uh, Moral religious, too, obviously, for the reasons I gave. It's not stuff that overwhelms the movie. It's just stuff that puts a dent in. You know how, John, you're a guy who loves cars. Hmm. You know how you see a gorgeous, fully restored antique car, and then you put a dent in it. Yeah, it's a bad well, most thing. yeah, but 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 ninety five percent of the car looks great. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All you see is the dent. Bingo. They put a dent in. At least me. That's all I see is the dent. They put a dent in this. Yeah. They didn't need to do it, and it was that's really unfortunate. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. Um, yeah, but overall, did I enjoy the movie? Yes, I did. But so take that out. Go. It could be a, a star higher, maybe. Yeah. Well, if you took out the the agenda, agenda pieces, I generally look at quality aside from agenda. So when I give it three stars, it's because it was a little too subdued, and they really, with these great actors, could have put more humor in it. That would have put it to four and a half, five stars. The pure quality of it, I'd say, was probably three, three and a half. Definitely a flatlined at three, though, just because when you shove agenda in unnecessarily, that actually lowers the quality. That's right. Screws it up. So do I say go to Jules? Yeah, I do. Just be ready for what's there. Okay. Veteran Windows and Doors is next, and Dave wants to take care of you and whatever need you have when it comes to windows and doors. And, you know, that could be the replacement of a front door, could be a window itself, could be all of them. You name it. Dave can help you with whatever need you have in that. And this 40% off product installation, 
this month, klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out, giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet, cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet, cool attic or whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet, cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Kurt Rogers, you might be a first-time home buyer wanting to know what programs are out there for you, and Kurt can explain all of that to you. Call him, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, Consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Group insurance analysts, whether it's home, auto, business, or health, they can take care of any of those. And they're a broker. They'll find the best deal for you. E-GIA.com. Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists 
will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They've been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy, Pete, and John! Are you ready for another movie? Sure. This one doesn't look half bad. Does this one look kind of fun to you? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Well, one portion of Bram Stoker's Dracula, one chapter, it discusses the evil beings travel from Carpathia to London on board a ship. This trip now comes to life, so to speak, in The Last Voyage of the Demeter. The Demeter, on charter from Romania to London. Shipping private crates. Contents unknown. Out at sea with no land in sight. This here is Clemens. He's a doctor. You dress like a learned man. University of Cambridge. I know my way around the boat. Our charter has agreed to pay a bonus for timely arrival in London. Okay, I wasn't sure about the LQ on that. Okay, well, Corey Hawkins, he stars as Clemens. He's a skilled black physician who can't practice because of his skin color. He has boarded the Demeter in hopes of returning to London. And I guess that would make sense. You're going back in time a couple hundred years, so it's a very difficult time. Right. Well, the Demeter itself is mostly a cargo ship transporting crates. And leading the Demeter is Captain Elliot, who looks forward to retirement after this voyage. So he's right at the end. Well, he and his grandson, he has his grandson on board. They're very close and a tough first mate ready to take the helm. The crew is rough and, of course, salty. So I'm just kind of setting the cast mm-hmm. here, right? They're salty. And as is often the case in these films, there's a stowaway. Isn't there always a stowaway? Always. I know. There's always got to be a stowaway. In this case, it's a very pretty girl named Anna. But Anna knows evil has also come on board. Mm-hmm. It has come from her homeland village. You know, one thing that was really interesting, John, is the crew wants her gone, which I thought was really interesting. They, they're they only thinking of their rations, yeah, and they don't want to share them. 
you've got this very attractive young woman on on your ship, your crew out at sea, and all you care about is your rations. The they, food. Yeah, they're very businesslike. Food. Yeah. I just thought that was really kind of interesting. Well, that evil that is boarded, of course, is Dracula. He's thin. He's winged. He has plenty of food walking around for him. There's no shortage of food. Uh, right? Lots of blood. Yes. Well, as the doomed crew learns who or what is killing them, the voyage becomes a battle for survival. Dracula is powerful and very hungry. And, of course, they're all trapped. What's worse, if you don't die when he eats you, you become one of his. Mm. That's not good. Well, they've still got a week to go, John, but where can they run? How can they hide? And there's a greater goal, and this makes a lot of sense, because these guys actually, they, they do have a conscience. How do they keep him from reaching London? Because hmm. the last thing they want is for him to reach London, and so they've got to think about, man, do we just scuttle this thing? Is there some way to stop him hmm. and stay alive at the same time? And that is the story of the last voyage of the Demeter. Does that sound kind of cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. Right. And by the way, there are rats who actually literally uh, leave the ship. <laughs> they really do understand. So you were you were very wise when you were talking about birds flying south for the winter at the beginning mm-hmm. of the show. Okay. okay, what works in the last voyage of the Demeter? Well, the trapped confines of a ship at sea treats everyone like mice in a cage. This makes Dracula all the more powerful. And, of course, the wind and the rain, that adds hopelessness to horror. I kind of like that, right? So you got this bad weather is almost always, you know, right. in place. Got to be a storm at sea. Yeah, it's just kind of cool to watch. Well, Corey Hawkins, he does a good job as a man whose medical talents are trapped in a black body, trapped in the wrong time period, trapped on the wrong ship. Hmm. He's trapped. And yeah. I just kind of like that. And he conveys it very well. There are references to his race, appropriate, though, for the time period. They don't just go on and on with the racism and turn it into a sermon. There is no sermon. It's mild. In fact... The one guy who refers to his race negatively, you know, yeah, you're a black, you know, you're masquerading as a doctor, you know, as a black man. He is actually bitter at him for other reasons, and he's just stabbing at whatever he can to insult him. So I kind of like the fact that they didn't make a big thing of race at all in this movie. That was just rather refreshing. Anna conveys her fear very well, but she's also determined. She's a classic scream queen. At sea. I liked her character. Javier Botet, he gives us a classic Nosferatu, a classic, you know, Dracula. And I just think he does a great job. He's menacing, he's terrifying, and he's playing with his food one by one by one. He's very good. And this Dracula, this is something I really like, John. It looks like a human bat. Hmm. It's what you'd expect from a vampire. Vampires don't look like human bats in the movies, do they? Mm Mm-mm. This one does. It looks like a, he looks like a giant bat. Now he can change back and forth, you know, to be more human and more bat-like. But when he's in his full form, that's what he is. A bat who is a human, but just a total monster with the fangs and just this monstrous look to him. I thought that was really neat. I've never seen the vampire done quite that way. Well, there are plenty of jump scares coming from everywhere. It's very well filmed in that way. You have classic shots of the monster in the background, right in the shadows where you just barely see him. You know, that makes it scary. He's ready to strike or he's flying through the storm. And you get to see you know, him leave the wake through the clouds and the rain behind him. The action was believable for the story. These, these films can often become very implausible in their action. Not here. 
It's very plausible the way through. I like that. But what doesn't work in the last voyage of the Demeter? Well, be honest, John. Rather predictable horror film. He's here. He'll feed. You're trapped. Okay, go! Right. A little bit, yeah, we, we know what's going. Everything is pretty paint by the numbers in that way. You got the grizzled captain. You got the beautiful stowaway. The salty crew. The intelligent doctor. The crew lacks interesting personalities. That was a big drawback for this film. You needed more personalities because that makes the killing more interesting. And everyone on this crew, for the most part, lacked good personalities. Now, it's definitely too long at two hours. Okay. And why would I say that? Because you know me, two hours is generally not too long. But when you're on a small, confined ship with average personalities, two hours is a long time trying to avoid a monster. An hour 40 would have worked. It would have been tighter. They should have done that. Uh, It's too budgety. And what I mean is low budget, too low budgety. Not enough looks at the monster. Let's face it, Mm. CGI ain't cheap. And so when you see the monster much more toward the end of the film, you know what happened. They didn't have the cash. And it shows. When, and the, the smart directors, what they always try to do is show him hidden in little crevices uh-huh. and places throughout. Now, the one thing is you're building, right? You're building the tension. You only see some of them here, some of them there, more of them here, more there. But a lot of that is just because you don't have the cash, and you can tell. So that was a drawback. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave The Last Voyage of the Demeter 36%. They did not like this movie. They thought it was dull. They thought it was plotting. And I think uh, in some ways you could say that, although when I watched it, John, I didn't think it plotted that much. I mean, you always knew another killing was coming. I would say this, that the first third of the movie didn't have nearly enough. They should have gotten more going right away. A little more boom, boom, boom. They didn't do that. And I think that was really something that was lacking. Quality, I'm going to give it two and a half stars. So I actually liked it a little more than most on the Rotten Tomatoes um, spectrum because I didn't think this was a bad monster movie at all. I thought it was interesting. I thought it, you know, it was, it had some good action. I thought, you know, it had some good horror. I enjoyed that. It just wasn't a great movie. It was an okay movie. Political, three. Moral religious, three. Didn't say a thing. I like that. So it didn't preach at me at all. All it did was show a movie, and I like that. And by the way, one last thing. I enjoyed, once again, Corey Hawkins as the uh, black physician. He was good. He's the star, and I thought he made a good star of the film. So they did have that. Okay. So The Last Voyage of the Demeter, do I recommend it? Yeah, actually. I mean, if you want to watch this chapter out of Dracula and watch it expand. So it's like a pirate Dracula kind of a movie? It is. Uh, They're not pirates. They're a cargo ship. But yeah. And I've never seen that before. And I thought that was really interesting and it sets up future endeavors. And so I kind of like that. So yeah, is it worth seeing? Sure. Just don't expect too much. Is it dark? It is largely dark. Although let's here's the thing, John. Um, half the time you should be in the light and half in the dark, right? Because right. it's sunny skies for much of the thing. But this was 90% in the dark because that's when you're fighting. Okay. So it was really interesting, but the sun also plays a role, and that's all I'll say. Okay. All right. Good enough. Geno's Auto Services next, folks. Uh, again, they've got an AC special running right now when it comes to your vehicle. And, yes, air conditioning is needed now when it's hot, but also needed when it's cold for your defroster 
end of things. So whatever you need when it comes to your vehicle, uh, again, especially on the AC side of the fence, they would love to take care of you on that, plus anything else the vehicle needs. Bumper-to-bumper service, they do it all. Genosautoservice.com, and Geno starts with a J. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. And again, even things that need done, we've, we've talked about last time he was on with us, the medical power of attorney and how, <clears throat> excuse me, how that needs to work. So whatever you need when it comes to your will, your estate plan, even your living will, that needs done as well. 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com slash estate. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, who is open on Saturdays, by the way, so if you want to make an appointment to go see him, you can do that as well. He's got openings on Saturdays. And again, he would love to take you on a different journey when it comes to your health and the care of your body versus what you're doing currently with insurance companies and Big Pharma. 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. 
Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. Yesterday's question of the day in the movie Star Wars, the Imperial officer's uniforms and even Darth Vader's helmet resembled those worn by whom? Of course, the answer is the German army members in World War II. That is the answer. Now, I think in my notes, I got to look here, I think in my notes it explains some of that. There's nothing subtle about the historical illusion in Star Wars. After all, the elite assault forces fanatically devoted to the Galactic Empire, share a common name with the uh, paramilitary fighters who defended the Nazi party, the stormtroopers. Of course, we would know all of that. You yes. would, because you're a Star Wars guy. Obviously. Although I always associated with the Girl Scouts. I mean, ah, stormtroopers. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. Well, they pin you down when they want to sell those cookies. They do. You were they in trouble. I imagine them with those helmets. The Imperial officers' uniforms and even Darth Vader's helmet resembled those worn by German army they members. Did. And the gradual rise of the Palpatine from Chancellor to Emperor mirrored Adolf Hitler's similar political ascent from the Chancellor to Dictator. You think all that was on purpose? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, there were, a fair, there were Jews involved in developing Star Wars. So, yeah. Of course. You know, I, I, I think personally it was very well done. I yep. think it was ex- expertly done, and I really like the fact that they drew those conclusions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm very fitting. So. Yeah. All right, today's impossible question of the day. On August 11th, 1973, the nostalgic teenage coming out of movie opened. opened name the movie. Charlie, do you know that? 1973, August 11th, 1973. So today in 1973. I'm surprised Charlie doesn't know this one. We talk about this movie a lot. Oh, Charlie just got it. He did. Look, look at him go. So Charlie got it. So answer that on the RushToReason.com website. I'll give you the answer uh, maybe later today, but Monday for sure. Uh, again, go to RushToReason.com and answer it there. All right, so we're going to do another hour here in a moment. It's the movie rental hour. will be Respect Your Elders Movies with Your Favorite Older Actor. Any rules, Andy? No. Just whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it, it can be older characters. Okay. Older actors. All right. I, I think anyone. And it doesn't have to star that person. Just right. They but need to you. be. Okay, good. Thank you. Because yeah, I they have just somewhere they're not the star, but they're in there. Oh, let's face it. A lot of times the most interesting character in a movie is not the main character. Right. We always call it stealing the show. Okay. And that very often happens. So, so, yeah. So open your memory banks a little bit and think outside the line some and outside the box and give us what those are. Now, you can text us those answers as well. 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222, and you can call in later as well. Can I say another thing I like about this topic? A lot of times when you'll watch, let's say, slasher movies and, you know, these young actors who are trying to make their way and they go in there so they can be, you know, victim number three in a slasher movie or whatever. A lot of times in these teen movies, you'll see some really great up-and-coming actors and actresses, and then a lot of times you see some lousy ones. Right. Okay. Who are in there because of how they look. Right. I don't know. Right, right. Almost never do you see an elderly actor in a movie who sucks. 
Oh, that's a good point. They're almost always really good. Why? Because the only reason they're being used is they're established. They've established themselves in Hollywood and have worked on their craft for many years. So usually their role is very interesting and well done. Rarely do you have just a flat-out boring, not well-done elderly character. I mean, I'm sure it happens. No, as I was going but... through today's list and kind of looking back through that, you're 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 correct. Yeah. There's not too many bad movies like that. Right. Now, again, I didn't pick all just older character movies. There's some movies I picked where there's an older character that sure. most of you will recognize in it. Yeah, so it's but not and the like movie's... it's an old movie. And the movie doesn't center old, on old, It's not like an old-person movie, I'm trying to right. say. Right. It's not a senior movie. But they add so much. Okay, so what's the definition of senior in this case? Well. Like above us or? <laughs> or our well, age I guess, and older? What? I guess I am a senior now, aren't I? <laughs> so older, I, I hadn't really thought about that. You're an older crowd, Andy. Yeah, I'm 60. Yeah. So, so um, is it like us? I don't know. I've... I've <laughs> Because to Richard, we're the old uh, guys. John, I'll be honest. Everybody says I'm so young for my age. So I, and I mean, they really do say that. So I don't really feel that way. I don't, I don't feel either. 60 at all. I don't feel as my age at all. Yeah. So, no, I guess old, I think a lot of it is. But Richard a, would consider both of us in that category. Right. Right. <laughs> if we were actors, we would be an old actor, Andy. Well, you know, here's, a, here's an example. Okay. I guess old for the film okay. is probably the big thing. My wife came up with one. I'll just Let's say it, it now. Let's, you know, give everybody a primer. That's good. Well, here's an example of somebody who wasn't that old at the time, but was old for the movie, and that is in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Nicolas Cage is the one who's training him. And he's got old man shoes, and he wears old clothing, and he's not, you know, this he's is not, not old, but it's an old character. This is not 30-year-old Nicolas Cage. He is older. And so for her, she said he was the old man of that movie, and she's right. So that's a stretch. That's a stretch. No, I but get she, it. I get it. But she's my wife. She no, owns, I get it. She owns me. I fear her. I so get it. You I just decided. gave me an idea for something. I just, I'm adding. <laughs> so thank you. I'm adding to my list. But I would say that that's about as far as I'd stretch. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, just in other words, he's playing definitely an older character. He wasn't super old himself, but he's not a young man either. Right. And, of course, Richard will cheat, and these will all be TV characters that he'll bring out. <laughs> really quick here. Are, what are some great older TV characters? Oh, I don't. Jeez, I don't know. I don't watch much TV anymore. So okay, I don't know. one of my favorites is Grandpa on The Simpsons. See, I don't. I don't. I don't oh, I've he's never hilarious. really watched The Simpsons ever. He's hilarious. Just, I don't know why. I just never. I've never really watched it. You didn't? No, I've never watched The Simpsons. Oh, it was great. I've never, I love The Simpsons. Yeah, I've never seen them. It was hilarious. Now, I know of them. I know the characters and so on. But I maybe have only watched. I'm not exaggerating. Maybe one episode ever. Okay. Just, I don't know. And it's not bad. I just, I don't know. I never okay, watched it. Okay, here's another one. How about Coach on the on Wing? Yeah. On uh, Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I like Cheers. Or how about the dad on a spinoff of Cheers, Frasier? Yeah. I'd buy that. We Elderly character. We got to do some he was TV terrific. stuff at some point, but we'll get into that. So. Okay. All right, real quick. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Al Smith, and I've said it all week, but if you do not have a financial plan, you don't know where to go to get a financial plan, Al's your guy. He'll help you with all of that and keep you on track. Be your accountability, if you would, when it comes to that. 303-744-1128. When you go it alone, saving for retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows you take on significant risk for making the wrong moves with your hard-earned money. 
When you work with Al, performance may increase up to 20% more than employer-sponsored plans or with automated services. As an experienced advisor, Al uses over 30 years of retirement planning experience to help you understand what drives a good retirement plan. Al gets to know you personally so he can understand your goals, fears, and needs and gives you the best guidance possible given your unique situation. Approaching retirement doesn't need to be difficult. You just need the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial to direct you on the smart way to go. So visit klzradio.com money now to schedule a no-strings-free consultation and take control of your retirement plan. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, 46 to answer your question, Andy. I was the oldest. When Richard graduated high school, I was 46. So, you know, at that point, they become adults, and that was it for me. I was done. You were done? For the most part. I mean, you're always still raising and helping and so on, but at 46, I was done. Okay. I was one of the younger parents at graduations and those sorts of things because, you know, there were a lot of people there much older than I with, you know, seniors in high school. How many kids have you had? Three. Three. Okay. He was the youngest, so. And he was the youngest. So I started fairly early, so I was done at 46, which is pretty young if you think about it. So you waited. There's a lot of people having them starting at 46. So after having Richard, you figured you had perfected your craft. I was done. You couldn't go any higher. You couldn't do any better than this one. That was it. I was done. Yeah, I'm finished at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Not not in a negative way. I loved having kids and raising kids and all of that. But no, I was, I mean, it's just, you you know, I think people know when their time is there, it's done and. Off you go. You know, I think a lot of age is not just your physical age, it's your wisdom. I mean, what about mm-hmm. Charlie? Can we call Charlie elderly? He's, he's the sage. He's, he's the wise he's Yoda. sage. Yoda. He's, he's our Yoda. Yeah. I, mean, I don't for, consider him old, but For that's all just we know, me. he's hundreds of years old. We have no idea. You haven't been be. there around his entire life. Oh, I've been around him a long time. He does seem to know everything. He knows everything. He's taught me a lot. I'm very thankful for him. Yeah. Very much so. I would not be where I'm at without him. Please don't blame him. <laughs> he says, please don't blame me. Charlie, did you do this? You know, I really, I'm referring you know, to John. I know we're running out of time, but okay. I will say this. I have a deep love, admiration, respect for elderly people. I have had a lot of them over the years, not only my own you know, father and uncle and, and others, but you know, not, not only them, but a lot of mentors that were older that I've always looked up to, respected, figured you could learn a lot from older people because they had already been there, done that. And if I could pick any tips up and not make the mistakes they made, I'd be much better off. Were you close to your grandparents? Yes. Something about grandparents where they, they seem to show you a special value that your parents don't because your parents have to deal with the awful you all the time. Because they're disciplining all the time. So exactly. Yeah, I know that now, too, yes, I, because yes. I've got grandkids. So, yes, I understand that full you, well. You spoil them. Oh, very much so. There you go. I love, love doing it. Hey, good to see you. Have a car. <laughs> there you candy. go. Candy. Here's some candy. Here's candy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> now, go back to your parents. They're evil. They don't love Here's you like gun. I no, do. No, just, you know. Actually, no, that's not. That's kind of true, actually. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush. KLZ 560.